Hey everybody, I'm gonna go through some dates again. Uh, I'm not, I'm just gonna quick rip through them. Thank you for being patient with this. San Jose, February 3rd. San Diego, February 4th and 5th. Milwaukee, February 18th and 19th. Orlando, Tampa, Naples, West Palm Beach. I'm gonna be in Minneapolis, San Antonio, Houston. My Dallas dates have to be moved for personal reasons. I apologize. Everett, Washington. Tacoma, Spokane, Des Moines, Iowa, Chicago, Las Vegas, Salt Lake City, Oxnard, California, Brea, Washington, D.C., Boise, Portland, Tempe, Denver, Philadelphia, Birmingham, Huntsville, Nashville, New York City, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Madison, Austin, Texas. That's where I'm going to be. If you heard your city, go to chaddaniels.com backslash tour, or maybe it's front slash tour. I don't know. Go to chaddaniels.com and click on tour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. I hope you're having a great whatever day it is that you're listening to this on. I know you're not supposed to end sentences and prepositions, but I don't care because it's too fucking cold. The rules are out the window. The rules are shattered. The windows are shattered. A lot of things are shattered because it's 30 below zero where I live. I want you to actually think about that for a second. 30 below zero. That means it is 62 degrees below freezing. That is unacceptable for anything. It's so fucking cold. Let me tell you something. You ever seen those videos on the internet where people throw water in the air and they go, <laughs> it froze before it hit the ground. <laughs> we live here. <laughs> it's, that happens at 20 degrees below zero. It is 30 degrees below zero. Your freezer is like around zero to keep your shit frozen. You ever seen meat in your freezer? It's fucking frozen like a rock. <laughs> And it is 30 degrees below that here. It is so, it's such horse shit. You know what? If fucking Norwegian and Swedish wasn't such a lovely language, we'd, no one would have ever stopped here. They, they were like, hey, Flurgen, Gergen, Birgen, Mergen. And everyone was like, I think they love it here. We should stop, yeah? Ha ha ha. Let's stop and live here forever. Because they were like, Flurgen, Birgen. But if it was some shit like some angry Asian or Middle Eastern accent, everyone would have been like, oh, we need to get the fuck out of here. Because the Norwegians probably were saying something like, oh my God, we came here to escape religious persecution and just to find out there is no fucking God because it's 30 <laughs> below zero? You gotta be shitting me right now. Get the fuck out of here with your forefather talk. They're all idiots. I am sorry, but I am cold and I can't feel my fingertips. Good morning. Hey, how are you? I'm so cold. It's cold everywhere and it's wet everywhere. My daughter walks up the stairs into the main part of the house with her fucking shoes on. <laughs> And I just, I have wet socks nonstop and it's, I can't do it anymore. I'm going to lose my fucking mind. I think maybe I did already. I, uh, it's 30 degrees here. So I've got, yeah, I've got not a good start, dude. I will fly there right now and cut you. I have, uh, I've got you by about 60 degrees. I, you're clearly in a very specific place right now. Yeah. Like emotionally, emotionally. Yes. My emotions are frozen. <laughs> I can't even get to them. I, I just found out, I was feeling kind of like, I had a little nausea this morning, just randomly. Okay. No big deal. Yeah. Then, I got a, then I got, I mean, you know, we'll see. Um, but then I got a text from somebody we spent some time with this weekend and they were like, hey, just a heads up, we all got the stomach flu the the fronts and backs we all got it just as a heads up Ooh, fronts and backs now wait a minute you spent time with these people did they have to stand 
40 yards away from you in the garage? Or you spent actually like close time together? So I, I, I understand you're still frustrated about the garage, but what did these people had, they were both vaxxed and had, had had Omicron recently. So they're in the window. What did I tell you? Oh, okay. I said, if you're in the window, that's fair. Daddy comes down and hangs out with baby as long as that's you fair. want. So, but I'm in that fun part right now of, you know, sickness worry where it could have just been random nausea. But now that I know this, I for sure I have a stomach bug and I'm just spiraling and getting sick sucks. But when you're like, oh, man, you might the, the, the lead up to maybe getting sick. So I'm, I'm really psyched, too. It's not negative 30, but <laughs> emotionally, yeah, it's. You- you seem like someone that could hear that people you were around got the stomach flu and then just let it go until you were officially sick. <laughs> I don't know. You, you seem like know. someone that has that ability. <laughs> totally. God, you're right now just fucking planning for the worst. I just read oh, Pepto-Bismol's you know, Wikipedia page. Like, I'm, I'm starting down the path. Why don't you come to where I am, take a deep breath, and the stomach bug would fucking freeze to death. <laughs> and you just shit it out one time in a frozen shit popsicle. And then you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. It's so, it's just unbelievable how cold it is here. I just don't, I don't even get how, how it works. Can I? What, you know, you know what they should do? Just, just, just one second. Why don't we bring sure. the polar bears to where I live? And then I can go live on the ice caps that are melting because clearly it's not freezing if the ice caps are melting. So let's do a little exchange program. Let's do a, a little let's exchange do a program. Little, polar yeah. bears come here. I go to the I go sit and fucking obviously get a tan on one of these ice caps. Sure. And then we're fine. The polar bears, there's plenty of food here because you know what's going to happen? Some people aren't going to move from here and that's food. Yep. You eat the people. You eat the people that don't move. I'm happy to exchange. Thick teeth, they can get through that frozen skin and meat. I think that's a great plan. Absolutely. I, I love a chat for polar bear trade. I don't know that the podcast will be as good, but I want to see how it plays out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know how the internet is on the ice caps, <laughs> but uh, I'd probably be so rejoiced with blue sky energy, I could just scream into the ether, and, and people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's a great response." <laughs> Do you think the the internet on the ice cap is that much worse than it is in your place in Fergus Falls? No, probably not. <laughs> what probably not. What I've been doing to as you know to keep a little extra warm is I've been going to my therapy pool. Yeah, you have. It's a heated with the th- dicks. Heated therapy pool, hot tub with the raw dicks. So, I went so this will date this episode cuz we're we're recording a little in advance, but I went this past week when famed uh I, I went i went to the pool on the day that meatloaf died the singer meatloaf oh can i tell you something sure i was texting with someone that morning and i was with ran barnaclo and we'll probably get to that in connecticut we were at a casino mohegan sun and then someone texted me what can't or what doesn't Dave Grohl do? Because the Foo Fighters just put out a Fraggle Rock cover. Down a Fraggle Rock. So they put out that cover. Yeah, he's so and I said, I said, Dave Grohl also won't do the thing Meatloaf won't do for love. <laughs> and then I've been, I was singing that song waiting for Rand to come because I was waiting for my car and valet. And I was just like, and I would do anything. And just, it was getting absurd. People were looking. And then he died. I think I killed him. Oof. Well, I didn't go to the therapy pool at like to, in like memory of him. I was just it was just a coincidence, right? You know, sure. I don't I I had nothing to do with his death. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna let you go after this, but the reason I told that story is because if there's a singer out there you don't like, DM me, and I'll see what I can do. Hold on, I gotta text you quick, Dave Grohl. Oh, don't you fucking dare! So don't you dare. I get to the therapy pool and I get in my lane and they, there's an old woman in the lane next to me and she's, she's just got one of those noodles and she's just kind of butterflying her way up and down, like kind of sitting on her back and just butterflying up and down the, uh, the lane, right? Sure, sure. And Backstroking, yeah, right? Back on the, doing this? Yes. Just little fluffies? Yes. Little fluffies? Yep. Correct. The sort of thing you have to do to stay alive when you're outside. Just constant motion. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. And so 
normally they they have a thing where you can if you have have you ever seen for swimmers they have underwater headphones they have waterproof yes. headphones and some of them yep. connect to radios so normally they have music playing like a pandora music channel but you have to c turn to a certain station on your radio and it connects through and that whole nine gyms have that sort oh, okay. of stuff sure yeah uh, but yep. this day i think in celebration of uh meatloaf the adult man lifeguard decided no headphones and he was r ripping meatloaf into the pool complex area which is therapy pool regular lap pool okay and it's the oh, let me sleep on it baby baby it's that one <laughs> yeah and so i'm going up and down the aisle and then all of a sudden i see this woman who late 70s at least right 80s okay. at, you know early 80s at least and i'm just or walking. 40s but just aged like me i got you keep going and so i look over and she's to herself no no noise but to herself she's singing along like let me sleep on it baby yes. baby let me sleep on it and i'm like oh that's funny and i kind of i thought it was a little weird but funny i was like but who everybody loves me that makes sense everybody knows meatloaf it was one of the biggest selling everybody knows meatloaf yeah so it must have been Meatloaf Pandora or something because then other songs started playing and we're passing each other because I'm just trying to be loose in the pool. I'm just walking up and down, just getting mm -hmm. getting these old bones of gones. And Absolutely. she's going with a lot of these songs. Like I just keep see her keep mouthing to herself. And then <laughs> Fat Bottom Girls by Queen comes on. <laughs> and I watched this elderly woman just floating on a noodle, like, get on your bikes and ride. And, <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard, and I thought it was so weird. But then I got in the car and afterwards, and I looked it up. That song was from 1978. Dude, yeah. that was 44 years ago. So all this lady <laughs> had to do was be a cool 30-year-old, you know, she was, yeah. yeah, she was probably a fat bottom girl and now she's a too fat bottomed old lady. That's why she's in the therapy pool, but she was cool back then. And <laughs> I, I just like, you never think that song is so old and it makes sense for an elderly woman to be like, you make the rockin' world go round, round, round. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah, the 70s grossed me out. I can't believe it's anyone that would even be alive then. Yuck. Yeah, yuck, Chad. Very much yuck. So gross, I can't even stand it. Can I go further down the gross path? Well, I don't want to say that. I don't think it. I uh -oh. want to take the gross back. That is critical, okay. and I don't believe that. There is a world record holder that attends my therapy pool, I believe. Oh, please. Okay, I have so many ideas in my head already. I do not know what the world record for oldest person to ever get breast augmentation surgery is up or down breast. They gain some or they lose some breast bigger up get them okay gotcha fakers gotcha. okay i yep. don't know what yep. the world yep. record for fakers is but this lady has whoever that person is beat by 30 or 40 years there is a 135 year old woman that goes to my therapy pool with gigantic fake boot and I it there is so much involved in all of I well let me start here <laughs> can I start first go ahead here's the here's here's what bothers me about this it's like you're one you're 135 well, well, well let me let me let me first point out let me answer okay. a few of the questions that the listeners have here I'm okay, not sure, sure, sure. ogling the elderly in the pool liar. to see what obviously liar but when you have raggedy old tiny bones that sink to the bottom of a pool and tits that float and you get in we all notice it's not just me ethel Luis, bernie the whole crew went bazoinga look at these things we all it was very easy to notice that they were fake boobs yeah when when you have a wet when you have a weathered leather wallet and a one a crisp hundred dollar bill in it it's awkward you notice it right away there's a juxtaposition there that's, that is intense. And that's what it, that's how I know they were newer because of the change in skin. 
from the top half of the, you know, because the swimsuit, and then there's, oh, there's the top half of your fakers, and then there's your skin and neck and stuff and shoulders and the way that's, it was like somebody, the best way I could describe it is if like somebody took the head of a shiny spoon and stapled it to the back of an alligator. That's the difference. <laughs> so you're like, well, those are not, those are not the same age as the rest of you, not even close. And also that would be a world record because you ever try to staple a spoon? Tough. But on an alligator, almost impossible. I would think I would think the top of her new guys yeah. would look, um, you know, with the rest of her body would look like you just ironed one spot on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, that's exact. That's exactly what it looks like. And yeah, and I'm I'm not. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but I'm also not. She is so. If this woman, the only way she isn't a great grandma is if her 30-year-old grandson decided not to have kids. Like that is, <laughs> Chad, she looks like she gave birth to the Crypt Keeper. She is so old. Now, I will point out, you know me, I'm sex positive, body positive. I don't think we, whatever it takes to make you happy, right? I'm all in on you, whether right. it's, Whatever you want to be, and I, I think there's a larger conversation about how society influences, you know, self-esteem and how that affects decisions and, and et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. But my if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. And I mean, if you're a, and it's all both like if you need a fake butt, fella, to feel good about yourself, let's pump that butt full of juice and let's march you down the boulevard. Whatever you yeah. want. So I'm not going to criticize her for getting fakers. I am curious about the doctor <laughs> who walked past the 99.3% mortality rate and was like, let's staple some hogs to this old broad. That's, that's a guts. And plastic surgeons, it's not like they're the upper crust of moral integrity. But that's I a, don't even think they take the Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> I don't think they have to because they're just making people they're making people fuckable that are past fuckable. And that's why we're never going to get any further as a humanity, because I've said this before and I mean it. There's plastic surgery and fat guys are rich. So everybody's getting laid that wouldn't normally get laid. <laughs> it's also yeah, I. I don't know who it's it ha, that has to have been a personal choice to make herself feel better because I, if she has a husband or a significant other and he's anywhere within a 30 year age range of her, his dick stopped working for the hottest people on earth 40 years ago. <laughs> you know, unless unless she's going to uh, it's just and I, 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 I just have so many questions and I didn't ask her i didn't that would have been very rude but hey can i ask you what was christmas like this year when you showed up does ever is everybody chill about this i support you but is are is everybody is everybody pretty chill about this because i know people do we're from the midwest not everybody listens to the shows from the midwest but when you grow up in a small town in the midwest if somebody's a sibling in somebody's family gets fake tits you realize very quickly that that family generally just talks shit about that person for 20 years about that decision. You know, yeah, I mean, we live in the Midwest where you you are supposed to age like the Lord wants you to. You show up with a, a fake tooth and people are like, what are you moving to Hollywood? <laughs> Going out to Hollywood to make it rich with your fake tooth? I mean, so fake boobs, that's a whole other ballgame. Yeah, so I... I have nothing more than that other than I it's I'm fascinated. I'm I have a notebook full of questions. If I could, you know, don't bring it in the pool. If well, that's a good call. Thank you. You should. Um, what what are can, can I ask? What are some of the questions? I just want to know. I do want to know why she did it. Um, okay. Curiosity, yeah. not from a judgment standpoint. I want to I want to know how her family reacted. We've covered a lot of the questions. And okay. the last question is, and I know this is probably a bummer for everybody, I want to know if she's getting it. Did it pay off? Are you out there? <laughs> are you out there slinging them? Are you you know, if this was yeah, did it are you you know, is the car sitting in the yeah. garage or are you 
are you fucking ripping this thing around the lake? Sure, sure. At first, when you said, is the car sitting in the garage, I thought you were asking if she was into tantric sex, where you just leave it in for a half hour and see what, if it works. But Well, and um, the, the crazy so, part is going to be when I leave Jenna for her. <laughs> when, when you start talking to her, you're like, God damn, this is interesting. My <laughs> questions would be, is it healthy to add weight to your upper body when you're 365 years old yeah i don't think it is i don't and it wasn't and it's not like they they weren't you know sometimes you see comical fake boobs these these were big but they weren't they weren't comical but because she was such a small old lady they they had to have been 70 percent of her body weight almost yeah i i would believe that i mean but I also wonder, maybe she had that size of boobs before, and they were just they were a little dropped. lower than she wanted. Sure. And by the way, I'm not shaming this woman for doing any of that shit, because I'm going to tell you something. I have some plans for when I turn 70, if I get there, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a shit show. It's going to be wild. I think... And so if hers were fake boobs, good for her. Get them. Go to the pool. Put the noodle away. You don't need it. No, that other lady was on the noodle. No, Fat Bottom Girl was on the noodle. The other lady, yeah, I beg your pardon. That's right, that's right. She was on the other lady. You know, and I I hear you. I think I I could very easily become one of those old men who gets a few plastic surgeries and then looks like a reptile, like kind of like a cat-reptile hybrid. (laughs) You know, I'm really insecure, so I could see that happening. And I don't, I, there are some, I'm curious, there are some men who have a, a strong preference one way or another like i love a fuck i love fake i love fake tits you can tell by the type of clothes i wear in the bar i hang out with you know those sort of guys like i follow the yeah. chive online is the chive still a thing <laughs> uh, i have no even idea what it is and then you know there are other people who just despise it and i, I don't care either i'm i like whatever whichever way i'm happy to be a part of it uh do you are you anywhere on that scale so I say, do what you do. It's your life. Yep. I really do have a mind your own business mentality. But if we're talking just my personal preference. That's what I am talking, yeah. Yep. And I am, I just don't, it doesn't feel right to me. Sure. So, um, you know, I was uh, at one point in my life, I leaned in to kiss a gal mm-hmm. who had uh, some fake boobs. And then and then I, I touched it. And then I, and then I stopped kissing and I said, nope. I can't do that. I can't do this. You said that to yourself. You said that. I would do anything. For, I said it out loud. I would do anything for love. <laughs> Stop it. Go fuck yourself. But I won't do that. Go fuck yourself. What's your story? I, no, no, no. I won't do that. But, Chad, you could sleep on it. <laughs> you started this. Baby, baby, you could sleep on it. Why you would know, you start think... a bit like this when this is how I ruin shows? I know. No, no, you don't ruin shows. You just add to them. I don't think that I could get... I've seen old guys with the facelifts and the verniers and stuff like that. And to me, that's just... That's letting people know you're wealthy without opening your wallet in front of them. Sure. Kind of a thing. I, I could never do that. I thought about a long it's, time ago... It's the perfect way to tell everyone you own a sob. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought a long time ago, I was grumpy for a while um, back in the transition from married to not married. Sure. And I thought about, uh, I have these things, these marky mark lines between my eyebrows. Yeah, they, I think people call those crow's feet. No, crow's they're feet are... They're called elevens. Yeah, crow's, yep. crow's feet are on the side here. In between, they're called elevens. And I have those. It, I've yeah, said this do. again look before, but looks like I struggled with math. Yeah. I'm always like, look, I always look confused or angry. And so I was reading this article that said, if you get up and look in the mirror... It looks like you've been in an escape room for 30 years. No, no, no. I get out of those pretty quickly. (laughs) I knew you couldn't just let me have that joke. You're fucking... No, pick another one. Write a better joke. Write a better joke. It was a good joke. So I I almost got Botox because the article said, if you see yourself first thing in the morning and you look grumpy, even if your brain isn't grumpy, it sees that and goes, oh shit, I'm on the wrong page. I got to be grumpy today. And so I thought about doing that, but instead, I uh, removed several mirrors from my home, if you can believe it. <laughs> and uh, when I get up, I sit there and I figure out what mood I'm in just on the edge of my bed before I go anywhere that has a mirror. And that helps a ton. So I don't, so Botox for me, no thank you. 
This is going to sound insane coming from a person who says a lot of insane things, but I had read that also about when you look in the mirror, what you see is what your brain reacts to, and it kind of, don't you start laughing yet. It, <laughs> This is a I can real... see in your eyes, this is, we're just waiting for it. No, it's not a bit. This is a real thing. I, so when I first started getting really sick before my, before I got diagnosed and stuff, I, and I, there was people who were like, I think it's your brain. You're caught in this chronic pain loop and, you know, you just, it's like you, your brain is tricking your body and all this stuff and there's all this therapy for that shit and everything. And so I read an article about what you said just now. And so I went and I took, I had old headshots that our friend Wendy Mayberry had taken of sure. me. Mm -hmm. And so I printed out a life-size version of the headshot in the only bathroom I used. And I just pasted it on the mirror. So, like I taped it on there. So anytime I would walk in the mirror, I would see what I used to look like before I got sick. And I was like, maybe that's what my brain will see and it'll break the loop. Didn't work. That's not... It's not, I continued to wither. It did not take. Yeah, man. It was, I remember the first time you, it's like you also run the risk of then I take it down four months later and scare the shit out of myself. Yeah, that's rough. And then isn't it strange? I mean, I'm glad that you have that relationship with pictures of yourself from the past. I remember, I will look at a picture from five years ago and think, man, I was making fun of myself back then. And that's not so horrible. And yeah. then it's, it's so crazy. I don't know. You, you, our, our brains are, uh, hey, betterhelp.com. I feel like right now, because I did, you know, last year, you know, year and a half ago when I tried that, I was in pretty rough shape. I looked, I looked like a really sick raccoon, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. And so now I think I've put on some weight. In the past half year, I think I'm looking healthier. I do too. And I think now, now I kind of look, I don't look great, but you remember Ernest from all the Ernest movies? Of course I do. I look like if he... He fucked Lee, he fucked Lee Kimbrough's mom. Yeah, <laughs> he did fuck our friend's mom. That's right. When they, didn't they date our friend Lee? They dated yeah, in high school way, before he became yeah, and Ernest. I don't know. Yeah, correct. And I don't know if they slept together. I was just trying to get one in quick. Well, if she didn't, what a mistake. You just lost the best party story forever. Hey, can I tell you about <laughs> the best movie that never got made? It's called Ernest Went to This Pussy. <laughs> like, you, you can't, you can't. My point is, I look like right now Ernest's son with a, a pretty attractive wife. Not like a crazy hot wife. But I look, because I got the cheekbones are still there, but there's a lot yeah. of earnest in my face. So I've got a... I, so I just, I got to calm this down. Like, we gotta, somebody we gotta who's, like somebody who's like a, you know, she's like hot enough to be in a toothpaste commercial or something. And Ernest was in his prime <laughs> and magic just struck and they were married for four months. But they had a little hill baby named Cy and he grew up and here he is. Here he is, brother. Je Jenna's hot. I don't know what you're talking about. And you do look a lot better. Um, it was fun when you did get really thin. Not fun. But you, yeah, it wasn't obviously, fun. Obviously, a person keeps their cheekbones. And you have high cheekbones, like a crazy Norwegian that lives where it's 30 below zero. And, uh, and that, I think that made you look skinnier because where your cheekbones are. It looked like, it looked like the bottom half of my face was dripping off the top half of my face, like pizza falling off itself in the oven. I'm going to give you that. Thank you. That's, that's, a pretty good, that's a pretty good one. Thank you. I'm going to change uh, topics, and I'm going to tell you a story about when Rand Barnaclo and I were walking around Boston um, so Ran had never been to Boston, okay. and he was like, "Hey, do they do they talk like? I mean, do they have crazy Boston accents?" And I'm not 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 really. I mean, in Boston, it it does seem like some people have added a W to a lot of the words like fucking quacksucker, like that. Yeah. Hey, you fucking quacksucker. And so, do you find um, it's like 
everybody thinks everybody in Minnesota says, oh, yeah, you betcha. And there's only 50 or 60 people who do that. The same thing right. with the crazy yes. Boston accent. There's a few of them, but it's yeah. pretty dramatic. Yeah, I think that, you know, when people hear you're from Minnesota and they go, oh, Minnesota, it's 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 the equivalent of going uh are you going to Boston? Or are you going to park the car at Harvard Yard? I yeah. mean, it's like the similar to that. Sure. But they don't really sound like that. And so I was trying to tell them a couple people add W's, which made us laugh because we were thinking about how in Canada they add U's to their words because uh, they've adopted the language right from England. Sure. So there's a lot of U's in like favorite and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was funny to us to think that Americans were like, oh, you guys have U's in your words? We're going to take fucking W's, kid. Yeah. We're going to take fucking W's because that's double. That's two times what you did. This is fucking America, kid. And we're going to fuck you, fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> and so we're kind of talking like that. And we think, I'm telling him, don't get excited because no one really sounds like that. Sure. And then we went for a walk. And I know that when you go out of the hotel, you go across the street and you walk towards this tunnel that on top of it says World Trade Center. And then you go through the tunnel and then you can go down some stairs and you make a left and you're kind of on the waterfront. Sure. And so we're walking over there and the tunnel is completely closed. And you, you can't go right and you can't go left unless you're going into a building. But they looked like these side entrances of buildings. So my brain just always assumes those are locked. Okay. And we're kind of looking around. And then this lone construction worker comes out of the site and I go, hey, man, do you know how we get down there? And he goes, down there? You want to get down there? And I was like, yeah. Oh, by the way, trigger warning, if your brain explodes when you hear a bad Boston accent, uh, fast forward because I'm not good up. at it. Yeah. But he just goes, oh, you want to get down there? I'm like, yeah. And so he goes, well, and he goes, you can, even, you can either walk 20 feet that way, get in that elevator, push the one button and go down to the first floor and walk out. Or you can go down there 30 feet and go down the stairs. And I was like, he was mocking me so badly for my question. It was so fucking funny. Like he just, he thought it was the dumbest. <laughs> I kept waiting for him to go. When you hit the lobby, kid, why don't you go into the gift store, get yourself a fucking notebook, kid, and write down all your other stupid fucking questions. And we were, we were laughing the whole walk after that it was so incredible because we were just doing the boston accent after that and sure. anytime we'd ask one person a question we would just completely go over the top but this is a really cool fucking city i mean you can see where paul revere is buried you can see where ben franklin's parents are buried you can see all these people uh, sam adams you can see where all these people are buried and sure. then you can see the church where paul revere was supposed to hang one lantern. lantern one if by land two if by sea um, that's fun to yell when you get drunk in Boston, it turns out, because I did that quite a bit. And uh, it was just a blast, man. And we walked around. Then we ended up going to Cheers, the bar Cheers. I've been just, to the real bar Cheers, too. It's fucking bananas. It's this really such bananas. such a cool, touristy city. And it, was, and it was, listen to this, it was 18 degrees. So it's like, I got my shades on, no jacket, walking around in some shorts that I brought for the gym that I never used. And uh, it was great. 18 degrees is like a vacation. That's 48 degrees if you're following along. 48 degrees warmer than it is where I live. Can I, speaking of walking around, can I tell you what happened to me walking around? Sure can. So, as you know, because we've spoken off the air, Jenna and I have been... Uh, when we moved down here, we rented a furnished rental. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, you know, we're excited and, you know, we're hopeful to get back to Minnesota here pretty soon. But the rent is just outrageous because it's because it's a big medical community and because of the COVID restrictions with people living on campus. It just caused this whole issue with the corporate housing and the short term rentals. So it just sure. became it's outrageously priced. So Jen and I thought you know, what if we bought a little condo and then when we move home, we'll sell it or we'll rent it. You know, I'm not immensely financially responsible, so I don't know that that's the right decision, but it feels like the right decision. Okay. So 
been looking at condos, and they don't really have lakes down here. But there's these two little lakes up a little north of Cincinnati, and there was a condo for sale on one of them. And we go, and we look at it, and we really like it. And I hum and haw over the price because for some reason, in my brain, despite looking at it, I all spent all day thinking it was $30,000 more than <laughs> it actually was. So when I called our realtor, and I was like, you know, I thought about it a lot. I, we do want to put in an offer. It's a little, this number is a little high. She goes, where'd you get that number? I go, well, from the how much it is. And she goes, it's not even close to that. Is that what you've been thinking about all day? And I was like, uh-huh. So then put in a lower offer. She's like, somebody, they already have accepted an offer. I go, cool. Well, that's a, probably the biggest bummer in the world. So I nailed this one. <laughs> and we were both so disappointed, kind of, in me. And my thought was, these condos on this lake don't come up very often, obviously. Oh, no kidding. I wouldn't imagine they do. And so we were asking her about any other lakes, and there's no other lakes except there's, she said, the us being from Minnesota, she said the funniest thing. She was talking about a lake that's like an hour outside of Cincinnati. She goes, she's got a little bit of a draw because she's from, and by the way, she's incredible. This realtor, she's, an, she's incredible. She, when she, we first met her, she goes, well, I just love my job. And I was like, bullshit. Nope, she does. This is a human who loves, she's so good at it. Loves her job. That's nice. Got a little draw, but when she was telling me about this lake, because the lake we were looking on, you can't have electric motors. Okay. Or excuse me, gas motors. You can only have electric motors, so it's a no-wake lake, one of those. Okay, gotcha. She's telling us about a lake that's like an hour outside of Cincinnati, and she described like this. She goes, now, Lake Lorelei, now that's a speedboat lake right there. And I go, a what? She goes, a speedboat lake. You know, you can get jet skis and speedboats and you can get wild on that lake. You can party. That is a speedboat lake. I go, well, I've never <laughs> thought that's what every fucking lake in the world, it got, but got it. So it's a little far out, but we will keep in mind that the speedboat lake is out there. So basically, you know me, I don't like n losing, you know, or taking no for an answer or giving up. I'm not uh, a big... Uh. I'm not, Stop it, I'm not, Stop. A, I'm not a big give up guy. So Jenna and I print up this little card with our name, and she's an artist, so she puts our picture in the frame of a door, and it says our name on it, and like in parentheses it says, the weird couple who knocked on your door and tried to buy your house. And then it has my information. So I, I decided to walk around this lake and say hello to everybody, and see if anybody wants to sell their house. Wow, interesting. So, or their condo, excuse me. And so, 95% of the condos, it's a lot of old people, gave sure. the exact same, some version of the exact same response. Well, next move for me is going to be to the Baptist Cavalry Cemetery. You're like, okay, got it. <laughs> Knock on the next door. Next guy goes... Well, I'm going out with the slab, fella. You're like, okay, I get it. Go the next one. It's like, well, if, if I'm gonna move, it's gonna be in a pine box. You, you could get a real coffin. You know, you live on the lake. You could, <laughs> yeah. you could probably afford a real next, coffin. Next moving truck I'm gonna use is a hearse. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, it was all all day, almost where I knocked on the door. Hi, my name's Cy. Are you going to die in this house? Is that your plan? That's my new, <laughs> that's my new opener. So, <clears throat> table set. Now I need to travel back in time. Long way. Because years and years ago, you decided to stop lying. That's correct. In every phase of dishonesty. You went with a... And you did it in a way that I always appreciated, which wasn't like... Some people do this radical honesty stuff where they say what's on their mind. They think that's honesty. Like, hey, you have a fat butt. Like, you know, it's... Right. It, you're, what you were doing was not lying to people. And what I always asked, liked about you, I remember when it first started happening, some people would ask you really personal questions because they knew you would tell the truth. And you would say, well, I don't have to answer that. It wasn't about 
giving the world every thought you've ever had in your entire life. It's just about right. being honest with the world and the people around you. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah. It's some, you know, it's not. It doesn't mean that uh, you get to you get to go inside my brain. It's just, you know, if if there if there's a situation where you can either be honest or lie, I would choose the to be honest. So, and I. You know, I, I really liked that, and I wanted to give it a try. And I remember the first time I tried it, I realized the reason you were able to do it is because you're divorced. You don't have anybody to lie to anymore because the <laughs> first time I tried it, and this, is so, this isn't like a wackety schmackety, it was eight, like eight minutes. Because you and I had just, I'd just gotten off the phone with you and I'd just gotten done, I'd been thinking about finally making the full jump, you know, to, to, to do it. Yep. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I got off the phone. I was like, all right. I looked at the, the date. I was like, starting right now. Eight minutes later, my wife calls and she's like, hey, are you at home right now? And I was like, no, I'm running errands. Why? <laughs> and she goes, well, if you get home before me, uh, could you put the laundry in? Because we need, I forgot to start it. And I go, you know what? I actually also have some laundry that's, you know, in the bedroom. So whichever one of us gets home first, let's put the laundry in. I'm running errands. I should beat you home. But what time are you going to be home? She was like, uh, right around five. And I go, okay, cool. And then at like 4.55, I went to Target. And I'm just, I realized I'm the biggest. <laughs> and in that, I, I realized like I lie. I lied so much, but just convenience. I don't want to hurt someone's feelings and tell them why I don't want to go to dinner with them. You know, that sort of stuff. So I'd just be like, oh, I've, sure. I've got a work event. They're like, aren't you a comedian? I was like, got to go. <laughs> yeah. At one point, I realized I even lied to the I lied to our dog where I was sitting there and he was like whining, trying to play with a toy. And I was on my phone. I was like, Dude, buddy, just let me send this work email and then we'll play. And I was just fuck. I was on Instagram. I lied to a dog. <laughs> With no one, what was he going to go like? <laughs> he does work a lot. Yeah, I trust him. This is the person I love. So he's, well, why would he lie about work? So I, I realized how like many pointless lies. So not that long after that, I jumped on the train and I would slip up here and there, but got to a pretty pure amount of honesty. And then one thing nice. that you always said was, you know, you had a couple of exceptions. Like you were, you allowed yourself to lie if you were playing a practical joke or fucking with one of your friends. Yep. I think that's important. The other one, and we've talked about this on the show before, the other one that I decided to go with is I don't like telling, med and this is a callback to a real recent episode, I don't like telling medical professions, professionals what I do for a living sure because we had a bad experience with that where when i was first trying to get diagnosed we told the guy what i did for a living and every time i had an appointment we'd get 15 minutes with this big time doctor and for 14 minutes he would be like you know have you, do you have you ever heard steve martin's second album and he goes and then he, he'd talk about that for 10 minutes he goes and I, honestly i think you could do a bit about these sort of waiting rooms at the rheumatologist office it's like just fucking fix me man <laughs> just yeah, fix me sure. so i lie that's the one loophole i've really given myself and the other thing about that you used to tell me that was tough and i always thought it was so funny was how when you and i can let you tell but like when you would go up to people and you were working on this and you would tell a lie and then you'd have to go correct the lie yeah yep that, that's brutal. That happens to me sometimes with, uh, so I don't always give people money when they ask for it. Sure. Because they'll just go, uh, they'll say something like, hey, do you have any cash? And I'm like, yes. Oh. And then I'll just keep walking. But there are times where someone will say, hey, do you have $2? And I go, I don't have any cash on me. And at one point I was walking around and I really thought I was down to my credit cards. But then I put my hand in my pocket when I got in a store and I felt money like in between my leg and my credit cards. Sure. And so I pulled it out and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. So I ran back across the street and I was like, I did have $2. And since I was over there, I was like, here you go. But oh, normally th I just thank saying, gosh. I thought you were going to say you were just going to correct the lie and not give him the money. Oh, no. I mean, there are times where it's like, you know, 
hey, could you help me out? And it's like, yeah, I could. But I can't, I can't help everyone out or I'm going to be right next to you. You and I could have a, a two-man shtick. Yeah. Yeah, it's – so I've had to correct – I'm on a pretty good streak with this stuff. It's been going – I really cut a lot of it down. Sometimes you don't even notice when you slip up. I think people don't realize how often they tell little white lies or little lies of convenience or little sure. – they use false – like – I think people don't realize how ingrained that is in us. So it takes you a while, I think, to even recognize all of it. But so now we're back in the present and we are walking around the lake. I am walking around the lake and everybody is telling me how they are going to die in their home. <laughs> and I knock on a condo and a guy comes to the door and he has a Minnesota Vikings shirt on. And we start talking for a minute. I tell him I'm from Minnesota. The moment he, I say that, he points at his shirt really exuberantly. And I was like, sure. in, and I work for the Vikings. I help yep. do content for them. So I was like, yeah, I actually, now I'm like, I've, I've gotten in. I'm like, I work for the team. And he gets so excited. So we have this big conversation about the Vikings and, and, and all this stuff. And uh, then he starts talking about yes he transitions to espn i'm like are you fucking kidding me is the next thing he says that he's a huge chad daniels fan because i might close this sale today right <laughs> so i go i actually helped you know i was one of the first hosts and helped build their did one of their digital sports centers and uh so he's really into that and we're talking and we're talking and then he starts there's this guy who used to be on espn named chris berman who's not Boomer. Sure. The Raiders rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. So he's not on much anymore, if at all. I think he's on ESPN Plus or some shit like that. And this guy is just He's like, also on Weight Watchers. Well, he's down 50 pounds. This guy is just a huge Boomer fan. Huge Chris Berman fan. And he's like, did you ever get to meet him? And I was like, yep. He's amazing. You're right. He's totally, totally amazing. A total lie, right? I've never met him. And then we get all the way to the end of the conversation. And he, oh, oh I, I forgot to tell you the, the, the reason we got. So at the very beginning of the conversation, when I told him what, who we were, and I handed him the card and what we wanted, he kept going, hmm, interesting, interesting interesting because i was like i said oh, we'll pay top dollar whatever he's like in. like he's in uh, that's why i kept going down this road so after the chris berman thing he finished up the conversation he goes all right well we're you know we're we're here for good so uh, if i find anyone <laughs> if i find anyone i will absolutely call you or email you and i go okay goodbye and i'm walking back to the car and i get to the car and i'm like fuck I either I have to break the honesty streak that I am so proud to have worked on or I have to turn around, go back to this guy and tell him I lied to his face about knowing Chris Berman and hurt the only ruin my only ally in finding me a condo on this lake who's like going to ask around and you'd be proud of me. I went back. Knocked on the door. I was like, hey, this is going to be weird. But I was just caught up in the conversation, and I'm try I try to be an honest person. I've never met Chris Berman in my life. And he goes, that's pretty, that's pretty strange. And I go, <laughs> and I was like, it is. So uh, we'll see you. Uh, if you hear anything, let me know, but we'll see. And I just <laughs> just walked away in the weirdest shame of all time. So I don't know that Jen and I are going to be getting a lake condo anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not. We're like, hey, uh, you got, oh, you're selling your place? Oh, I should contact this liar <laughs> that weirdly came back and told me, dude, there's nothing more humbling. Maybe there is. But when you're trying to get an honest streak going, and the further you are with the streak, that was the, the bigger it is. It made yeah. Yeah. I, can, I, I was like, I burns. can't start over at this moment for this stupid reason. 
Yeah, the, the more it burns. And no one has ever walked back into a situation where they have to tell someone they've lied to them with like their head up yeah. or their chest up or their shoulders back. You look like you look like the person that's almost a human being on that chart. Sure. The chart from monkey the, to person. Yeah. You look like you're just like slunched over like, I guess I'm going back to tell someone I'm an idiot. I mean, there are so many times where I've had to do that and it is brutal. People, what people don't, I think there might be some people who are listening who think who give a shit. And I don't, I don't care what anybody else does. But the interesting thing about when you finally try, it's a lot like exercise. You know how you don't realize how you feel before you start exercising and then you exercise for a bunch of months and you're like, I can't believe that this is how good people feel when they exercise. It's the same thing with the honesty thing. You, you can't yeah. believe what it feels like. And like I said, I was never a nefarious liar, but there's something weird and freeing about it. So to lose that, just because I told some old fucking man that I knew Chris Berman, I just wasn't going to allow that. (laughs) I do a pretty good Chris Berman, so it's like half true. It's the Raiders. Um, Yeah, man, it's, uh, it's brutal. And I was a manipulative liar. And so it's even more freeing to get out of that shit. But one thing I wanted to tell you that's absolutely true is I got to go. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.